your faith. The degree in which you will what? You will live for God. And your love for God is in direct proportion to your faith. Faith is like an anchor. That's why I play that song. That means with faith, we know that Paul talks about three. He said there is faith, hope, and what? Love. Yes, he said love is the greatest, but you see the first thing that he speaks about, he said the three among, I mean the, all these are the three things that is tender. Faith, hope, and love. And the greatest of all is love. But faith is important. Faith is an anchor. It's like an anchor. If you have seen a ship, if you see the ship that you see fly the sea, when a ship goes into dark, there's let down what you call an anchor. So despite the storm of life, the storms that hit that ship, while it is on dark, the storm can do nothing to that ship because it is anchored. That's why you wonder why does the ship don't, I mean, why is the ship not drifting? Even though you have, I used to wonder before when I was coming up as a young man, I would see the, the ship sitting or the boat sitting and the wave will be, heavy wave will be coming and storm will be coming and that ship or that boat is just still, even though it's touched to a floor, but it's still at that, still in that position. I still wonder, how is it? What is happening? Praise the Lord. Until I got to know that there is an, there was an angle. It's like a hope like that they let down from the ship and it goes and it in this the, the stuff on the ground and it keeps that ship stable in spite of the storm. Praise the Lord. And that's why Rebo's church, he said, the anger the, the holds in spite of the storm. And that's what our faith should be like in spite of the storms of life. Our faith is like that anger that stands that stabilize us. No matter what storms of life that you encounter because you have faith in God. Amen. Because of your faith in God, you are not swayed left, no, you may be swayed left or right, but you remain stable. There are lots of people that, that fall from the faith when things get tough. When life situation begin to come out against them and things begin to not go the way they intended or the way they thought that it would go. Amen. When life storms begin to hit them, many times you have people who will what? People who will give up the faith. Oh, yeah. Say this God business is too much for me now. Yeah. I can't stay it any longer when I was in the world. I had all the good things. But since I came to Jesus, it looks like all hell has broken loose on me. It's better I go back. And that is why people go back to the world. Because their faith in God. They, they do not have that anchor that the storms of life will come. The winds will blow. The wind may blow. 
things may happen, but because you are anger in God, praise the Lord. And an anger, and an anger is a person. Let me give you an anger spiritually. An anger is a person or thing that that can be relied on for support, stability, and security. And anger is a person or thing that can be relied on for support, stability, or security. And this is why in Hebrews chapter 12, verses 2, the word of God tells us that Jesus, hallelujah, we, you and I, as believers, our anchor is in Jesus. Jesus is our is our anchor because of our faith. Because the Bible says he's the altar and the finisher of our faith. So our faith must be anchored in Jesus. If your faith is not anchored in Jesus, you don't have that one, you 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 will not have that support, that stability, or that security that you need to hold on. To remain firm, to remain resolute, despite the situations of life. Amen. And that is what the church, believers need in these days. We need what? We need the anchor. Because a lot of people are failing of the grace of God. A lot of people are giving up. Life situation is causing a lot of people to go back. Praise the Lord. A lot of people is falling from the faith. A lot of people is giving up on God. Hallelujah. And the thing that they giving up on, they think that they are hurting God, but they are hurting themselves. Amen. Because whether you give up on God or not, you remain God. He is God all by himself. Hallelujah. You can argue with him. So you just give, and that, that is what has happened because these people faith in God, they did not have, they did not have the faith in Jesus. Jesus was never that one, the altar and the finisher of their faith. Are you following me, church? So faith is important. It establishes a person of faith. It establishes a person. Faith is real. Faith is what? Is real. Amen. And so, if we will move forward, if we will be anchored in God, our faith in God must be strong. Amen. We must have faith in God. So it's not just an event. It is not just because of what we, something that we want for God, and you say, "Well, I'm I'm releasing my faith." It should be a way of life. Amen. That's why the Bible tells us that the just shall live by faith. Yes. Shall live. That that should be your way of life. Yes. Faith should be my way of life. Oh, yes. Praise the Lord. Because if faith is not our way of life, I'm sorry for you and myself. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Faith cannot do what faith can do what nothing else can do. Faith, I want to say emphatically that faith can do 
what nothing else can do. And what is what is that thing faith can do? It can please God. Hallelujah. Faith can what? It can please God. That's why Paul, I mean the, the, the writer of Hebrew tells us in Hebrew 11 says, he said, but with all faith. It is impossible. I used to like our uh, Pastor Daniel who used to be here. He used to say impossible. I don't know where he got out of world from, but I used to like him when he said that. It is impossible to please God. Faith can do faith can do what nothing else can do. And what is it that faith can do? Faith can please God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. This is the life of Jesus. For he said, I always do the things that are pleasing to my Father. It's in John chapter 8, verse 29. He said, I always do the things that I want that are pleasing to my Father. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. And he who sent me, and he who sent me is with me. The Father has not left me alone. For I always do the things that please him. This was Jesus saying. He said, the reason why the Father has not left me alone, because I always do the things that please him. Amen. Are you following me? So pleasing God is important. And this is what we what faith can do. When we please God, it takes our faith to the next level. Oh, yeah. Praise the Lord. Oh. And that's what you should we should be seeking for to what? To please God. With all faith, it is impossible to what? To please God. Amen. It is impossible to please God with all what? Faith. If you choose not to have faith, if you say, well, I will not have faith in God, then you are not pleasing God. And the only way that the word of God says that we can please God is by faith. Praise the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. And so I want to share with you quickly what are some ways we can please God. What are some ways we can please God. And I want to go through um, I want to go through my notes because I want you to get this information. Number one, we please God by obeying God. We please God by what? Obeying God. In first Samuel chapter 15, verse 22. Hallelujah. First Samuel 15, 22, you know what it, 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 it reads. First Samuel 15, 22. I want you to put it on the board. And so, and so Samuel said, Has the Lord has great delight in burnt offering and sacrifice as in obeying the voice of the Lord? Behold, to obey is better than sacrifice and to heed than the fat of one of rams. And what I have in my notes, I said, Don't break God's law to give him a physical gift. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Some people say, okay, I will steal to give to God. 
Huh? You steal to give God, to bring an offering. You're breaking God's law. You know that? That is breaking the law of God. God said, I shall not Don't steal. And the word of God said, He that stole should steal no more. Huh? Praise the Lord. So if you go and steal to, bring, to, to give to God, just because everybody giving to God, you don't have to give. So you say, well, I got a hustle, so I'm going to give to God, so I'm going to steal. <laughs> and you go and steal to give to God. God is saying, no. To obey is better than what? Your sacrifice. I don't want you, I don't want you to what? To, to, to break my law, to come and give to me. A physical offering. Praise the Lord. Oh, yes. So, what are some of the ways we have pleased God? Number one, by obeying God. Number two, by to do God's will. In Hebrews chapter 13, verse 20 to 21. To do God's will. Praise the Lord. Amen. Hebrews chapter 13, verse 20 to 21. It says, Now, May the God of peace who brought you out from our Lord Jesus from the dead, that great shepherd of the sheep through the blood of the eternal covenant, everlasting covenant. Make you complete in every good works to do his will, working in you what is well pleasing in the sight, in his sight. Through Jesus Christ, to whom be glory forever and ever. Amen. Make you complete in every good work. Doing God's will will please God. Praise the Lord. So when you do what God wants you to do, you please God. When you do His will. Number three. Fear for God. We please God. When you we we please God, and this is faith. Faith in God. When we fear God, we please Him. In Psalm chapter one forty Psalm one forty seven verses eleven, it tells us that we must have respect for God. That word fear, it doesn't mean that you must run away from God. But you must have respect for God. The Lord takes pleasure in those who fear Him, in those who hope in His mercy. The Lord takes what? Pleasure. That means God is pleased with those who fear Him. Amen. Amen. There are people in the church that have no fear for God. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Fear for God, it doesn't mean because some people think that. Well, when I'm in the church, in the building, if I cuss my sister or I cuss my brother, that means I don't have fear for God. Hmm? Amen. And so some people are prone not to cuss in the building. Yeah. But when they're outside, eh, they forget that the Holy Spirit lives in them. Eh? Some of them say, well, they speak in it, I'll put it one side. Yes. Some of them will cause their husband good. Yes. Cause their wife good. Oh, yes. You hear the, 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 
they, they, they talking in tongue person, cursing, you will say no. They are up here, you need you need a full right to wash them out. Yeah. <laughs> but are the person that they talk in tongue? Yeah. Huh? Yes, sir. I'm not talking to nobody or talking uh, about <laughs> having respect for God, fear for God. Amen. Amen. And in these days that we live in, people have no fear for God. They can even cause the pastor, cause the pastor to his face. The men of God, they're not even scared of men of God no more. Some girls, they want to even sleep with the men of God. They say, oh, the pastor said, I'll let you sleep with him. I'm lying to you. There was, there was a girl who told me that. She said, oh, the girl was talking she was saying, oh, I never, I never seen a bishop before. You know the book and call me bishop, I'm a walking player, how do you call me? Oh, everyone associated. They can call me bishop. <laughs> so she said, I never slept with a bishop before. I said, but you, you pray to sleep with a bishop. <laughs> no respect for God. No respect for God because God's man. It's God, God representative is God's man. Mm-hmm. And some people have no respect for God's man. Mm-hmm. Praise the Lord. Amen. You know what happened to Miriam and, uh, and, 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 and Aaron? Yeah. For having no respect for uh, because he was the I mean he, Moses was their brother. So they did not have no respect. And God said, No, that's not working with me. Yeah. Even though that's your brother, but he's my man. Yeah. He's my what? He's my man. So God called them in the tabernacle. I shared that with you the last time. And God stood in the door. God said, nobody leaving the place. Nobody running out. You think you run away? Nobody running out. God stood in the door with the Bible said. God said, nobody leaving. And he said, when I speak to God, I speak to your brother face to face. You are there, you dream. I speak to other people. I didn't dream. I didn't vision. But this man, I speak to him mouth to mouth. Who dare you to disrespect him? And so, when God left, Miriam God left us a point. Then Moses started crying, God, Father, let her, let, please don't let my sister. God said, the, the, the law for the law for leprosy put, the must be put under the camp, for her also. So God said, if I spit in her face, who, who are you to tell me yeah. I can speak in her face yeah. as a father? Put her outside the camp. Seven days she was outside. Mm-hmm. And Israel they didn't move for that seven days because she was outside the camp. Mm-hmm. She was, I mean, she was blessed that she didn't die. That's true. Mm-hmm. Yes. She would have been killed. Absolutely. She would have died dead. And so, respect for God is important. That's why the Bible says the fear of the Lord. You must fear God. Fearing God is important. And sometimes we think, well, I can look at God and cause him. Yeah? Some of us will not look at God in person and cause him, but his representative will cause him. We say, death things about him, and we bring God upon ourselves. So be mindful, and it does not please God when you go against God. If you, I mean, I don't care whether you are right, 
You may be 100% right for some of the things you say about the men of God. But you don't have that right. The thing is, you don't have that right you know, to, to disrespect that man of God. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. If there's a way that you can go about talking to them, or talking, sharing your view, but for you to go and start to disrespect the man of God just because you know about his weakness or you know about some fault before everybody, that person belongs to God. So we got to guide ourselves. Praise the Lord. And I'm talking about me only because you say, oh, Pastor, talking so when we see, when we hear something about him, we're not talking to him. No. Then I was talking about, I always love people to talk to me. Praise the Lord. But there is a place that you call what? There is a place that I call respect. And that's what God is saying. When you fear God, you please him. When you have fear for God, you please God. Praise the Lord. So respecting God is important. I mean, you please God. Standing and following Jesus' example, please God. In Matthew chapter 17, verse 5. Matthew 17, verse 5. Standing and following Jesus' example, please says God. Matthew 17, verse 5. Why? He was still speaking. Behold, a bright cloud overshadowed them. And suddenly a voice came out of the cloud saying, This is my beloved son, in whom I what? Well, please hear him. This was God speaking. We, we know about the transfiguration. And Jesus was there. So, I mean, if we please God, God said, if God said he is well pleased with him, it means that anyone who is not, who doesn't hear him, Praise the Lord. He will not be pleased with them. I'm well pleased with him. Praise the Lord. So, studying, studying and following Jesus' example pleases God. Now, let me go to the next one. Being spiritual minded pleases God. Being what? Spiritual minded pleases God. Romans chapter 8, verse 6 to 8. Romans 8, 6 to 8. Being spiritual minded pleases God. Romans 6. For to be kind of minded is death. But to be spiritual minded is life and peace. Let us continue 7. Because the kind of mind is imitated against God. For it is not subject to the law of God, nor indeed can be. So then, whoso are in the flesh cannot please God. Whosoever are not spiritual minded cannot please God. Amen. And what did we say? We want to please God. Because faith, the Bible tells us, with all faith, it is impossible for us to please God. So when we walk by faith, we please God, and when we are spiritual minded, we please God, we please God. Giving the sacrifice he won pleases him. In Hebrews chapter 13, verses 5, 15 to 16. Giving the sacrifices he won pleases him. Hebrews 13, 15 and 16. Hebrews 13, 
15 and 16. Praise the Lord. Are we there? Hebrews 13, 15 and 16. Are we there? Hebrews, therefore, by him let us continuously offer the sacrifice of what? The sacrifice praise to God, that is the fruit of our life giving one, thanks to his name. Let us so praising God and 16. But do not forget to do good and to share for with such sacrifice. God is well what? God is well pleased. So praising God is a sacrifice. Giving your sacrifice of praise unto God is what? Is pleasing to Him. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now when you feel good, or if you are feeling good, then you praise Him. When everything is going well, then you praise him. It has to be a sacrifice. There will be times that things will not be going the way you want it to go. But even though it's not going the way that he wants us to go, you still, you still must offer up unto him the sacrifice of praise. The Bible said continuously. Hmm. So whether in good times or in bad times, hmm. whether you feel like it or you don't feel like it, Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Whether things are working for your good or not, you must what? Continuously offer to him the sacrifice of what? The sacrifice of praise. Praise the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. And pleasing God and not men. Pleasing God and not what? Men. In Matthew chapter 6, Verse 1, 5, and 16. Matthew chapter 6, verses 1. Mm. Hallelujah. Amen. Matthew chapter 6, verse 1. Take heed that you do not your charity deeds before men, to be seen by them. Otherwise, you have no reward from your Father in heaven. In verse 15, did I say verse 15? Verses 5. Verse 5. We'll go to 5 first. Then we'll go to 6. Then we'll go to the last one, which is 16. And when you pray, you shall not be like a hypocrite. For they love to pray standing in the synagogue and on the corner of the street, that they may be seen by men. As surely I say to you, they have the reward. Then let's go to 16. Moreover, when you fast, do not be like a hypocrite. With a sad continent, for they disfigure their faces, that they may appear to men to be fasting. And surely I say to you, they have their men. We want to please men and God. Praise the Lord. So we need to learn from these places that we must learn to please who? We must learn to please God, then men. In Colossians chapter 3, verse 22. Colossians 3, 22. Colossians 3, 22 and 1 Thessalonians 2, 4. Colossians 3, 22. Do we have it? 
Bond servant, obey in all things your master according to the flesh, not with what? Our service as men pleaser, but in sincerity of heart, fearing God. Don't do it to please men. Men pleaser, our servant, you know our servant. Yeah. Huh? Yes, they only do it, they do things when people are what? Watching. Watching. Mm -hmm. If you serve God, do it faithfully. Amen. If you want to please God, Please God, what? Faithfully. First Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 4. First Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 4. First Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 4. But as we have been approved by God to be entrusted with the gospel, even so we speak, not as pleasing men, but God who tells our heart. Praise the Lord. Paul said, we're not in this thing to what? To be a man pleaser. But we must be a proof of God. God has given us all our blessings in life. He has offered us eternal life as his children. Praise the Lord. So he deserves all our honor and our worship. God deserves all our honor and our what? He deserves it. Because everything that pertains to life and godliness, he has given it to us. Praise the Lord. Amen. This is why David in Psalm 145 verses 2 and 3, David declared unto the Lord, Psalm 145 verses 2 and 3. David said, every day I will bless you. And I will pray and will praise your name forever and ever. Verse 3. Great is the Lord and greatly to be praised. And his greatness is unsearchable. So he said, every day I will bless the Lord. Praise the Lord. David knew that his blessing came from God. And God deserved the honor and what? And worship. Even the angels in Revelation chapter 4 verse 11 tell us, in Revelation chapter 4 verse 11, it tells us that angel, the elders hmm. in heaven, yeah. you are worthy, this is what you are saying in heaven, you are worthy, O Lord, to receive glory and honor and power, for you have created all things, and by you and by your will, they exist and were created. So we see that all these things that we are we are share with you, God deserves the honor and the worship. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Listen, you don't have to feel good. <laughs> have all the wealth or everything going well to bless him. Yeah. You don't have to have that. Yeah. And as I close, I will just share with you the benefit. What are some benefits for pleasing God? In Proverbs chapter 16, verse 7, it reads, When a man will pleases the Lord, he calls his enemy to be at peace with what? With him. Proverbs chapter 16, verse 7. The benefit for pleasing God, when your ways please the Lord, he makes even your enemy to be at peace. Some people, the reason why you're talking, they have your enemy tormenting you. Because your ways are not pleasing to God. 
So you need to wash your ways. So what the devil, what the devil just behind me all day, you see that can cost me all day long. Check your ways. Because the Bible says when your ways please God, even your enemy, God will cause your enemy, God will cause your enemy one way or the other to be at peace with you. Whether they want to be at peace with you or not, they will be at peace with you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I can tell you that for a fact. In, in 2 Chronicles chapter 20, if you read from verse 1 to, to 30, eh? let us read verse 30. I will just, I'm going to 30 and I'll go back one. 2 Chronicles chapter 20, verse 30. Put it there quickly. Then the reign of Jehoshaphat was quiet. The reign of Jehoshaphat was what? Quiet, quiet for his God gave him rest all around. God caused the enemy. If you read this account in, I mean, in 2 Chronicles chapter 20, when these countries came around to fight, the guys said, we're coming to destroy them. And the Bible says, Jehoshaphat went to God for help. Praise the Lord. Who did he run to for help? He went to God. Oh God, our God, our helping ages stars are hope for years to come. Our help comes from the Lord. So he ran to God for help. And it didn't please God. Eh? He did not look at his might, but he ran to God. He said, God, we ain't able. This crowd that coming against us, we can't fight them. Only you can help. You only you we can, can help us. And so when Jehoshaphat did that, it pleased God. And so God gave a word, a prophecy to him. He said, tomorrow, tomorrow, the battle that you're going to fight is not your battle, it's my battle. Because I will cause that your enemy that you see that, that threatening you, want to overrun you, they will what? They're going to be at peace with you soon. Amen. Hallelujah. So the next day God said, you don't need to fight in this battle. He told Jehoshaphat to the world. He said, you don't need, there is no need for you to fight. Put the, put the choir, put the praise before the army. And as they begin to praise God, the Bible said God himself set an ambushment. And these guys who came to fight Jehoshaphat, and they wanted to fight, they wanted to be in a battle. So God said, I will cause your enemy to be at peace with you. Say they want to be at peace easily, I will make them. And they turn against each other oh, wow. and slaughter each other. Wow. They slaughter each other. Now one person from Jehoshaphat army got killed. Mm. They were just looking at the army <laughs> killing themselves. And the word of God said it took three days for them to destroy. As they were going in the battle, Jehoshaphat said to them, believe in the Lord and he will establish you. Yeah. When you have faith in God, God will establish you. Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah. Believe, have faith in God. When you live by faith, God will establish you. Yeah. When you believe this prophet, he said he will prosper you. Have faith in God. God kind of faith. And so Jehoshaphat, then he had to fight in this battle. Three days they took to collect the spoils. On the fourth day, they said, well, we need to uh, 
we need to have a ceremony and up to today's day, that valley where all of them slaughter. Now one person from Jehoshaphat's army or one person from his kingdom got killed in that battle. So that's why this last part of the verse says, then the ring of Jehoshaphat was quiet. It was what? Quiet. quiet. There was peace. Yeah. The enemy was at peace with him now. Because they never came, the youth spread around and said, Look, they think that happy that we saw, that we heard happy. The dead bodies that was in the valley. Jehoshaphat, God fought for him. So you don't even try Jehoshaphat anymore. So the enemy became at peace with him. Praise the Lord. Because of his ways that pleased the Lord. Because he decided to seek God. Because he decided to go before God for help. Hallelujah. Faith in God. When you live by faith, God will always visit you. Praise the Lord. God will always prove himself to you. Praise the Lord. As I conclude this afternoon, the, the, the two blind guys that we read in the account that went to Jesus and Jesus asked them, do you believe I can do this thing for you? Do you believe? Do you have faith that I can open your eyes? Amen. That's the question Jesus asked them. And if you look at it, I mean, you, you listen to it, I mean, you read the questions and you wonder, but why Jesus will ask these guys, do you have faith that I can heal you? Amen. Amen. That was the question Jesus asked them, do you have faith that I can heal you? Yes. And when they, their response was, what was their response? Yes. yes. We know that you can what? You can heal, you can open our eyes. And the word of God said, Jesus touched the eye. He said, your faith. He did not say his faith. Jesus said, it is their faith. It is their faith in him that made their eyes to be open. <laughs> Hallelujah. Their faith in him. So your faith in God can work for you. Most of your obstacles to your breakthrough is your faith. It is, not, it is not God. Hallelujah. Amen. It is not God's fault that you're not getting your breakthrough. Amen. It is not God's fault that your eyes is not being opened. Yes. It is not God's fault that your miracle is not taking place. It is your faith. Yes. Can you believe that God can work a miracle for you? Do you believe that God can give you a breakthrough? Do you believe that God can keep your body, can, can heal your body? Do you believe that God can open the doors before you? Do you believe it? That's the question. Do you believe? Amen. And what Jesus is saying, Jesus is saying, was saying, it is, it is your faith. Your faith. Amen. If you believe that I can do it. It is done for you. Amen. Amen. What is it, brethren? Why have we not been living by faith? Or why are we not living by faith? It is time to live by faith. Yeah. If you look at the uncertainties around you, it will tell you that the just got to live by faith. Mm? Yes, the just must live by what? By faith. By faith. 
Amen. Because a time is coming and very soon it is coming that many of us who think that we can be playing for faith, we will be in struggle. If you don't live by faith, you will struggle. If you don't learn to live by faith, you will what? You will struggle. Yes, you will be making money, but you will still struggle. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So it is time that the church, that believers, must begin to live by faith. Must begin to believe that Jesus is able. Must be, be, begin to believe that Jesus is able to provide. Be able to make a way. Be able to open doors. Be able to give you the breakthrough. Be able to heal your body. You must believe. Praise the Lord. Because if you don't believe this thing, I'm telling you, every day you hear every day something a new variant coming. Every day something a new variant. COVID ain't one finish. Every day they say new one coming. Oh, they are be ranking from South Africa. They are be ranking coming from 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 where? From Britain. They are be They are be will come from 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 Brazil just now. They are be will come from. Every day you hear variants coming because people want the devil wants you to live in fear. He wants to keep you in that state of fear. He only wants you to live by faith. That you are healed by his strength. Oh, yeah. Jesus heal Corona. Jesus, yeah. just as Jesus can heal your headache, he can heal your coronavirus. Yeah. He's the healer. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Amen. So let, let no devil, let no government tell you that Jesus can heal coronavirus. Yeah. The government of the United States of America should not put you in fear that Jesus can heal coronavirus. Yeah. Because that is the fear. You want everybody to believe that you got to take vaccine before you can be healed. That's a lie from the devil. You want to tell me that Jesus can heal again? Jesus has healed diseases more stronger than coronavirus. Jesus raised Lazarus from the dead. Jesus turned water into wine. Make a water into one. You want to tell me that Jesus can heal coronavirus? That's a lie from the pit of hell. Amen. So don't fall to that lie. Jesus is the healer, is the deliverer. Amen. It is your faith in God that makes the difference. It is your faith in God that makes the what? Difference. So it's time that you must live by what? By faith. Let's stand to our feet. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Living by faith. Yes. Living by what? Faith. Look at yourself. Look at your neighbor. Say, neighbor. neighbor. It's time for us to live by faith. Hallelujah. No way out. No way out. Hallelujah. For us as believers. We got to live by faith. Amen. We got to put our trust or confidence in the Lord. Praise the Lord. And Jesus said, according to your faith, it is done. So, if you have faith in God, you will receive breakthrough. You receive miracle. In Jesus' name. I don't know what, you just lift your hands to heaven. I don't know what you are believing God for. I don't know what is it in your life today that you have been trusting God for. But as you have heard this word, faith in God, knows no limit, no boundary, can stop your faith in God. It cannot quench what God has for you. 
Amen. If these blind men, their faith could open their eyes, their faith in Jesus could have their eyes open, Jesus is the author and the finisher of our faith. The same Jesus is still alive and well today. He still heals, he still delivers. He still brings breakthrough, he still opens doors. Hallelujah. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. Hallelujah. Lift your hands to heaven, Father. I don't know who in this place needed this word today. But I pray, O oh God, my Father, that I have, as I have delivered your word. Lord, I thank you that faith has risen. Lord, that that man, that woman, that boy, that girl can believe you for the next level, for the breakthrough, for the open doors. Mm. Where the spirit of doubt has come to serve as distraction, where the spirit of doubt has has taken control of their mind and causing them not to believe you, not to trust you, not to have faith as the auto. Today we cast our doubt and we speak faith in this room. Lord, I believe in this room now there is enough faith here to get any results. The presence to heal, to deliver, to set free is here to heal. And I say, be made whole in your body. In the name of Jesus. I speak breakthrough in your life. In the name of Jesus. I speak open doors. Your faith has made you whole. I declare that your faith has made you whole. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. We give you all the praise. We give you all the honor. Praise the Lord. If you are sick or you're going through something in your body, I just want you to place your hands to that affected part of your body. And I want you, I will declare that your faith has made you whole. You have heard the word. Jesus asks, do you believe? I can make you whole. Those of you who may be at home, afflicted in your body, your faith has made you whole. Receive right now your healing. Receive right now your deliverance. Receive right now your victory. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. I give you all the praise. I give you all the honor in Jesus' name. Praise the Lord.